Good evening. Welcome to 90 Day Soiree, the only 90 Day Fiancé fan podcast that does a vegan thing twice a week. (laughs) How's everybody doing? Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you for asking. Brandon's wearing a headband. Kristen, how are you? I'm doing okay. Kristen's wearing glasses. Keish, how are you doing? I am swell. Keish is wearing headphones. Paula. Hi. I had a vegan Hi. Paula's so wearing sorry. a sweater. My name is Todd. I'm wearing a Patagonia fleece. Todd's apparently, <laughs> and you're listening. Todd's apparently not wearing gray hair. So oh, that's right. I'm not wearing gray hair. No, sir. We got um we got luscious brown locks. Thank you. <laughs> holiday gifts for everybody. Um Keisha got some snacks, uh, but because of uh Kristen and Todd's diet, I didn't want to risk getting them something they couldn't eat. So we got them a family illustration in the world of the Simpsons. And when I saw it, there was only a couple things that jumped out at me. I was like, oh, there's no sidewalk. And Kristen has rollerblades. So that's a problem. <laughs> One of their dogs looks like the wrong kind of dog. Uh, I told like a cat. I, I totally missed that you did not have the right yeah, color I hair. Yeah, I missed it too. I, I, yeah, that's all right. I look distinguished. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they they gave you gray hair. Uh, I don't. It's know. gonna age well, you know. Yeah, it will. <laughs> that's right. This this is a portrait that. Is going to last a long time. From the future. It is. Uh huh. I'm sorry. You want me to ask you? Should I ask them to change that too? Or no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. Okay. Well, if they're going to change it, they just need to like redo it, but just like X out my head and just crudely scribble in some like brown hair on top, like (laughs) like little curlies, (laughs) and they'll say, "There, I fixed it." All right. We'll we'll see if they'll do that. We have to talk about the gift that they got us. Oh my gosh! So yes, mm-hmm. we were so confused. <laughs> so we started. We got a text message from Todd and Kristen, and it was a cameo video from the one, the only Brandon's favorite pool. <laughs> oh and God. I was hoping it was a tour of his local water treatment plant. Um. <laughs> But it was a tour of his house. It was a tour of his house. Side note, I did have a a video conference with my local water treatment plant, and I asked them if they gave tours, and they said no because of COVID. Um, this was amazing. That, 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 is, that is a true story. That is not a joke. That is a 100% true story. Um, so we, uh, uh, Pool gave us a tour in his house. And pointed uh-huh. out every item. Every single item he <laughs> Every owns. safety item in particular, including multiple kinds of uh, fire extinguishing yep. Uh, yep. methods. Which I appreciate. I'm somebody who... I appreciate. Yeah, I have mounted fire extinguishers in three different places in my house. In every bathroom. But we should tell you... <laughs> above every toilet. We forgot to tell you when we sent it because we were so excited and we loved it so much. We sent it you right after we watched it we forgot to tell you what the the instructions were that we wrote in the you know cameo lets you write like 250 characters um yeah because it wasn't clear because at one point he started showing us a thing for his penis yes so we wrote (laughs) we were like it was confusing we're like how can we get him first of all get paul 
really excited about this cameo <laughs> and like get him to show stuff and just like get weird with it. And Todd had the idea of tell him that Brandon and Paula are taking a trip to the Amazon soon and they would really like his uh, advice on what they should pack. So that's what we wrote in the the uh, little cameo field. So he it clearly was so like, oh, fun. hell yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. I was so excited. Yeah. It was a six minute cameo yeah, video. I know. He, it went on and on video. and on. Yeah. It was long. And he wow. kept talking about how it was going to get adult. I thought he was going to show us his like butt plugs and like his sex toys. Cause, <laughs> well, because he goes, yeah, yeah, but he grabs yep. this massive dildo to show us how the penis thing works. He's like no. putting this like penis mesh on the dildo. It's the thing that he wore in the river so that that fish wouldn't swim up his urethra. <laughs> like he's like showing so in dildo. order to demo it, he had to use a dildo, which he had he on had hand dildo. for reasons. He yes. had a dildo. Yeah. yeah. Was it his? Yeah. Oh, he just well, had I it right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ready to go. Was it black? No. Pink. It was bright pink. He was a super great sport about it. Uh, it was, you know. He, he was having fun. We were having fun. It was it was a great a great Christmas gift. It was amazing. And then he walks past Karini. He's like, Karini, say hi. And Karini's just like, ugh, Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so in character. No, it, it was, was perfect. perfect. It was yeah, it was absolutely perfect. I was glad to see that they were happy and the baby was happy and everything was it was it was good. It was a Christmas miracle. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> We made sure to record our response immediately after we watched it. And I think it was just like the first few seconds were just jaws open, unsure what had just happened. It just took oh some gosh. time to process. Right, right. Especially the penis part. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. We loved it. Thank you guys so much. So uh, we are here to talk about uh, episode two of Nine Day Fiance, uh, the OG series, uh, season eight. And uh, what a season. God, this episode two didn't disappoint either. I'm just so happy we're back. Yeah. Same. This is good. And I like that they are not yeah. trying to cram every single couple into each episode. For sure. Mm -hmm. They're letting us breathe. We need Maybe it. they they heard our podcast and how we're not covering every couple. It's only the ones that yeah. They're like, are y'all didn't deliver on this episode? We're not even going to feature you. <laughs> You're welcome, ninety days. So you think You're when welcome. our podcast comes out, it's just like a big alarm that goes off in their offices, and it's just like <laughs> all hands on deck. We got to listen. It's <laughs> exactly right. Matt Sharp of Sharp Entertainment sends out a, a company wide email blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming the guy's name is Matt. I have no idea. Seems like a Matt. Yeah, I, I can believe right. that. Guy who's the uh, podcast content development and host at Discovery followed me on Twitter. So I don't know. Ooh. Maybe they are. Wow. Maybe. Should I message yeah. him and be like, what do you want? <laughs> hey, so I, I don't know if you watched. I, I know that some some of you on the podcast here watch uh 
90 Day Through the TLC Go app. Some people watch it on TV. If you're like me and Kristen, you have had a cable subscription for years only for this show. <laughs> so we watch all the commercials. And they've really been pushing this Discovery Plus thing for the past couple of weeks, their new streaming service. It appears that there are actually multiple new 90 Day Fiance spinoffs a la Marvel Comics Universe. Sure. It's growing. It's exploding. There's like It looks like there's a, a tell-all style regular show. They're also adding something called 90 Day Diaries, which is all like shot at home during the pandemic, smartphone footage of the couples just, I don't know, doing whatever, cleaning the garbage disposal. I don't care. I'll watch it. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff. We got we got that pillow talk. We got that. Strike. I think it. I think it strikes, strikes back. back. Yeah. Strikes back. Thank you. Yeah. Clap, like clap back sounds. It's too much like a an STD for a show about people going overseas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My big fat fabulous life. Which, by the way, have you seen the commercials for this? We see them constantly. We've never watched the show. Why does this woman have a show? I think that it's not so much that the show is exceptional. It's that we. The fans are an exceptional group of people who will watch any of it, <laughs> and will pay any, and will we'll watch whatever slop they throw at us. Meme accounts and Instagram fan accounts and <laughs> those TLC heads. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is, and they know it. They're gonna take your show idea for ninety day swap. I th I hope that they do. Cause I'll watch it. Oh my god! Well, you got to get paid <laughs> for it. Amazing. Maybe that's why that Kristen. guy's following you. They're gonna offer you to be like <laughs> produce it. Yeah. Produce ninety days swap. You need to say trademark after you talk about it. That's, that'll mm -hmm. protect your idea. Hey, let's let's come up with a whole bunch of show ideas right now for for TLC. All right. A guy owns a horse. That's the first show. All right. Second second show. What's the second show? Horse owns a guy. Horse owns a guy. Love uh, it. Third, third show. show. We got two shows in the back. People's reactions to seeing Dr. Pimple Popper's uh, seasonal tagline, season squeezing. And they're gonna. It. It's gonna be eight hours a piece of those three things. And then. <laughs> and spin. Now up. you have a network. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kristen. You have the honor of picking our first couple to discuss today. Let's do uh, Elf on a Shelf. And uh, Julia. Is that Brandon yeah. and Julia? <laughs> I called him grown-up alfalfa. I knew, it, I knew and exactly. And I saw somebody, exactly. like there's lots of people who've been putting his photo next to an elf on the shelf, and that is way better, and I think we all need to go with that. Brandon is the elf on a shelf. No. is so funny. <laughs> you know, alfalfa he can be both, but I, I like the oh, idea yeah. of him, you know, just watching over children all this month and what what are the rules with elf on a shelf if you touch it it explodes and blows uh, up your house uh, doesn't it like he doesn't wear a condom the elf i know <laughs> elf on the shelf strictly anti-condom um so we resume this story at the airport and i gotta say i was i was happy to see how excited the parents seemed i was worried they'd be like oh god this bitch coming back this is gonna be a thing but they seem legitimately happy to no, see her. Cute. And she was cute. She's like, hi, I'm excited. I know. Julia looks so happy to see uh, Alpha. Alpha. <laughs> 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 and, but I just wasn't sure if because she thought it, you know, like in her head, she's like, oh, my beautiful, rich, young American. That part's still unclear. I was uncomfortable with how excited they're his parents. Why? Were. It was kind. Of, it was a little much for me. It what, seemed like it faking? was a little over the top. I don't know. The mom to me is like, 
I don't know. She rubs me the wrong the way. The mom is too much. Things. It's too much of everything. Like, she's protective. She's, like... And also, why does everyone who, it, like, receives these people that are traveling for, like, thousands of miles on, like, 24-hour flights plan I fucking know. adventure? Like, y'all, they're yeah. exhausted. Just let them sleep. I don't mean to rush like, you, but we need to go eat in five minutes. We have reservations, so uh, yeah. I'm going to rush you. I know. That's so rude. That is I so hate rude. That. All you want to do is shower and crash. Seemed like all she wanted to do was fuck alfalfa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Yes. But that didn't last long. <laughs> no, it was like, what, 30 minutes? That's an eternity. Oh, mom. You need, you need we 30 good seen, seconds. We haven't seen a passionate greeting like that since Asuelu and his mom. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> amazing like the yes. love that was the last make out set the love was real i mean Gross. i love the the That's dad good. is just like oh boy there we go <laughs> <laughs> you know leave some room what for the we lord do? we just stand here i guess <sighs> it's like i think what That's my <laughs> here's elf. my theory brandon's mom has been a fan of, of the show. We're reaching a point in the show where uh, fans are starting to become cast members. And maybe Brandon's mom was inspired by family Chantel. And she was like, hey, <laughs> if we do this right, we could get our own spinoff about the farm. And then in that moment where they're greeting each other at the airport, you can see her rethinking it like, oh, this is going to be kind of hard <laughs> to do i don't know if i actually maybe it's free labor okay. for the farm isn't that why farmers have maybe a bunch of kids so it's just that's true free labor yeah i think you're right kristen i think she didn't she didn't think through how much effort it's going to take to maintain that energy throughout the whole episode not if throughout, not even just the episode but the whole season yeah and it definitely seems like the two ladies of the family are going to be butting heads. and she just she clearly can't be stopped and just judging from Brandon's reaction is just like I'll just be quiet and let it pass you know it's like going down into the storm shelter like let the you can't stop the tornado just like let it I love all through. these farm references right? this, is, this is great but then it's but she's so right I, right Julia is right to be like hello like you've said nothing you're just quiet like really you can't say anything yeah. but I also see his side because he's like well believe me I've been trying for like 27 years right so you're talking about the dinner scene there was the uh, uh, the post coitus dinner yes 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 so um <laughs> At this dinner scene, it was it was pretty ballsy. The parents like kind of like laying down the lessons, and but I mean like it does seem like Brandon had plenty of time to inform Julia about yeah. the living situation. Like he should have done. He could have. He he's kind of like yeah. blaming his parents. Like I was gonna tell her when we got home. They should have when the they right got time. Yeah, in the room. Was, well. All you have to do right is be like, hey, here's the deal. This sucks, but I'm gonna tell you before we go back down there. My mom is. Totally bonkers, and she's making us stay in separate rooms. My mother's crazy. <laughs> now I'm going to talk. My invitation of him is just going to be like an elf. That's not even what he sounds yeah, like. Yeah, but now I can think is Brandon on the shelf. Is he shrinking the more you do this voice? He's getting smaller. He sounds like smaller. But mom, I want to have sex with my girlfriend <laughs> in my room. L ladies of 90 Day Soiree. How old were you when your fiance's mother talked to you about birth control for the first time? Never happened. Never? Never happened. Never? Never happened. 
Uh-uh. Shocking, right? Ever? Are you kidding? My mother mm. would like sabotage birth control if she found it in our house. <laughs> she wants kids. She's plans. She's already. Ha- she already has her plans for whenever we have kids. She's moving to our backyard. <laughs> apparently, it's okay. We got her a tent. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, hey, Julia, you need to do this instead of, hey, son, wear a fucking condom. Yes. How about that? Yeah. And he's right. just quiet. Yeah. I, Why is it on I the girl? To slap him. Again, I, I want to put forth the idea that there is an automatic vasectomy. Yes. <laughs> That's definitely ideal. It's just going to be a sure. lot easier in the long run. Just just, 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 sure. just don't get started on circumcision again. No. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine, you traveled thousands of miles. You're exhausted. They drag you to dinner. You're sitting there with your new fiance, and his mom is telling you, oh, yeah, you're going to get him birth control, and he's just quiet. Yeah, his margarita, and then his dad like chastises Quiet. him in front of them for not talking to her about it too. Like if there's anything else that you know makes him feel like a little boy or look like a little boy. I know he's like shame on you. Yeah, she, yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Does that's what he says, right? Yep, yeah. he actually says shame on you. The look on Brandon's face too. Yeah, is just. You know he's dealt with this his whole life. Yeah, he's he's used to it. You're lucky. I'm not going to say anything here. Sorry. I'll stop. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but, uh, you know, he comes up with an excuse of why he won't say something. But I think, you know, Julia would have appreciated him just standing up for her or for them. Yeah, at that point, it's not even like, okay, you already know your mom is whatever. But saying something would, like... Make you look better to your new fiance. And also, do are they all on the same page? Because the parents are very clear with the fact that the kids are just staying with them because they're broke. Does mm-hmm. Julia understand that they're staying with no. the parents because they're broke? No. No, she doesn't know that they're that he's poor. You think he's hiding that too? That would make Yeah, sense. that was a big thing. He was saying that like she's like he's like, There's a number of things I have I haven't had a chance to talk to her. I haven't about. had a chance. So there's like that piece of it, the whole birth control thing, the not sleeping in the same room. Well, I mean, you, you have to understand though, uh, Paula, that that Brandon has only had months of government bureaucracy to wade through. And there just isn't enough time. In yeah. all those months not to just months. mention these yeah, six or seven things. Yeah. Not enough months. And all of those Zoom calls they probably also, have. Also, yeah, mm-hmm. well, you're just literally looking to say anything because that's all you can do is talk. Yeah, you're like, so how's the weather there? Okay, yeah. even now, <laughs> if I, I mean, nobody's staying at anybody's house right now. But back, pretend like you can again. Even when you could, I, if I'm staying at a friend's house or even a family member's house, I want to know the exact situation, you know, like what kind of bed? Is it an air mattress? Is it, are we talking real mattress? Is this a twin right. size? Is this a futon? Are you turning the couch into a bed? Does it share a wall with like, what about the Ooh. toilet? Is the toilet right next to your room? What's happening? Like, <laughs> I need to know all this stuff. So I, I just don't believe for yeah. a second. None of these people are like, okay, I'm coming to live with you for 90 days, possibly longer. But yeah, I don't need to know anything. Like, don't even bother to, uh, you know, show me while we're on FaceTime or Zoom. I don't need a tour. Uh-huh. Unless, unless she did ask that and he was like, it's going to be great. Uh, don't worry about it. I would it. require a full detailed to her before I got on that plane. Let's just hope she doesn't pull out. 
What kind of sheets? Also, what kind of sheets are we talking about? What kind of pillows? Are they real flat? All a lot of this. Questions. Is it going to be cold? What's the thermostat situation? Can I adjust the thermostat? Are you, you know, do you smoke inside? I did. I say with my friend one time, she failed to mention she just smoked cigarettes over like all day long. What? And then she loves. No. Oh, no. She keeps the windows open because she likes the fresh air and you know all the cigarette smoke. But then she likes it really cold in the apartment, so the thermostat is always all the way down to the lowest possible setting. It's like an old school dial. And then she gives me like a sheet and like a thin blanket. And she was like, all right, good night. And so the first night I was like, everything smells like cigarettes. It's freezing in here. I can hear like all the neighbors. (laughs) This is the worst I should have asked. But who would ever think to be like, okay, do you you chain smoke in your apartment? Long. <laughs> you leave the window open in new york all night yeah there was one time and it was actually in new york too it was in brooklyn i was staying over at, at this random girl's house because she was a friend of a friend and i could have sworn i thought she was having sex with somebody and i was like this is rude i'm right here and it was very loud and i asked her the next day and i was like hey did you have someone over last night because i heard a lot of like moaning and like heavy breathing and she's like oh no that's my bulldog (laughs) (laughs) what i was like why does your bulldog sound like it's like an erotica that's going on yeah the way (laughs) her bulldog snored it sounded like someone was having very or trying to have quiet sex (laughs) is that how chunks is gonna sound yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) boy Oh, geez. Okay, so um, anything else for Julia and Elf on the Shelf? I love it. I, want, I need more. More. More! Yeah. I'm starting to understand why uh, uh, Elf's mom <laughs> thinks that uh, Julia has a temper. I don't think it has anything to do with Julia. <laughs> no! Yes. No! I don't think so. I think she just sometimes has enough. Just wait until she's waking up in the morning to do farm chores, <laughs> to do, man. Yes, to do chores. Do they have a rooster? Probably. Oh, I hope well, yeah, they have a rooster. yeah, they must. I hope they have a yeah. rooster. I know. I feel like Julia was being very, she was being very polite. She's like, oh, yes. I don't really want to go to dinner. Ha ha ha. But like, still went. She was like very chill. I mean, she still had sex with. With Brandon, though, I mean, like she that didn't. Has to, that has nothing to do with politeness. It does, because like they knew the parents were waiting, but she's like, "I'm still gonna get mine." All right, well, you know, just saying. I mean, it was gonna be quick. Like it's been a few months since they saw each other. It wasn't gonna take time. <laughs> there you go. If I were her, though, I would have taken a nap. <laughs> like, because you know you're not gonna get any sleep, so just take a nap. A thirty-minute nap. All right, uh, Jovi and Yara. So Yara arrived in Ukraine, and Jovi had all of these big plans. But she's like, "Bitch, I'm tired. I don't want to go out again." Yeah. Every time. Yep. Just yep. So tired. I've been flying for thirty hours, and now you want to take me to Bourbon Street, where like things are going to get real weird, real fast. He's like moping around. He's like, "All right, I guess we can just stay in. Fine." Yeah, and it was very clear that she didn't just want to go to sleep. She wanted to have sex with him. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, your life's so bad, bro. Come on. Just go have sex with your lovely fiance. Stop complaining. There is like nothing more incompatible in my mind 
like being somebody who doesn't always have to go out like and drink constantly and like enjoys places like Bourbon Street genuinely and thinks they're a lot of fun and people who aren't into that like that's night and day that isn't just like I don't really feel like it's just that's not her thing and that is absolutely what defines him so how is this going to work I don't know perfect for TV and also, like, New Orleans is not the kind of place where somebody like Jovi should live. <laughs> yeah, that's like a danger. It's just like a trigger. Yeah. There, it, the whole city is like an enabling place for him. Well, yep. I wonder if he explained what the appeal of New Orleans is. That it's like, you know, old looking and I mean, there's drink. some parts that are really nice, you know, but like. Sure, but she was, because expe- she's like, oh, I was expecting like luxurious buildings and this and that like this is not at all what i was picturing it's like "Mm, did you tell her yeah like think about what uh, her city must look like you know like it's so rare for us like in most of um the united states to be somewhere that has like old stuff right like so many of our places have like brand new like oh this this strip mall was built you know, in 2003, it's very old. We need to knock it down and rebuild it. But like <laughs> going somewhere like New Orleans that has all these like very old buildings and lots of history, like that's really cool to us. But to somebody who's <laughs> European, it's like, well, right. this is kind of just like what I'm used to. And so, yes, I am going to compare it to Ukraine and don't stand there and tell me that this is better than Ukraine. Like that was horrible. That moment he was like, Oh, this is better than mm-hmm. Ukraine. And she's like, no, it's not just because it's, it's, you yeah. know, the United States, it doesn't make everything better. And you have, how would you know? He hasn't, has he been to her? Has he only met her like all over the world? And think he's Ukraine. been to her actual like city that she lives in. He's just met up with her in different, other cities right that was actually a really rare that may be the only time that's happened in all of 90 day where the person from outside of the united states just very explicitly said no this place isn't any better than any other place like how dare you say that there's been like a couple versions of that here and there but nothing so clear and explicit and she's absolutely right Mm I remember the guy from Spain. Do you guys remember? It was a guy from Spain and it was a girl. Yeah, she had like curl, dark brown curly yeah, hair. Yeah, and the guy was from and Spain. Was- and I just remember that she was like, oh, but America, this is the American dream. And he's like, excuse me, I was living the Spanish dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That's a good point. Also, I can see how to somebody from Europe, Bourbon Street would feel very manufactured and like artificial to you, right? Because it's, it's just yeah. like a Disneyland, right? Yeah, and pick pretty much any other part of the uh, French Quarter, and it would be more interesting and more yeah. authentic. Like there's amazing restaurants. Yeah. Like there's Street. really cool bars that are around the corner from there. That I mean, yeah, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, like the cocktail was invented in New Orleans. It was invented at the Roosevelt Hotel. It was the the Sazerac is credited as the original cocktail. This place, like, there's history. There's really interesting stuff that's happened. Uh, in New Orleans, and his choice is like, let's go get some frozen. What I don't know what they even call them. They're not daiquiris. like yeah, daiquiris. Yeah. Like, let's just go get some daiquiris and walk around Bourbon Street. Or like, at like how 10 about here's a concept: asking somebody what they would like to do when they arrive. I know, and she just <laughs> wanted to get settled. She's like, I want to unpack. 
yeah. put up all my things, which I totally get. I would too. But he clearly had promised all of his friends that they would uh, meet up with them on Bourbon Street because there's like at one point he was frantically mm-hmm. texting people and he was like in a huff about it. And it's like, dude, you really told all your friends to go meet up with you on Bourbon Street? You never asked her? Like, just ask. And also apply some common sense. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a hell of a trip, you know? And, like, who knows how many connections she had. She complained a lot about it. It was, like, three or four. Yeah, she wound up, like, in... I think she said she wound up in Doha. <laughs> Where? So in in Qatar. Like, like she, she went through the oh Middle God. East some, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So, oh she, like, her trip was even longer than it needed to be. And he's like, you know? why aren't you... <laughs> Why aren't you ready to go party and meet all my friends? <laughs> oh my god! She's like, dude, I just, I just want to fuck you and go to sleep. Is that so wrong? That sounds like heaven. <laughs> yeah. After I complain great. about your sound decorations great. and the size of our bedroom, I also like that. Oh yeah, she complained about the place. It's like you can't come in and complain about the place. Come on, that was don't crappy. do that. Don't do that. I, I do have one complaint about Yara, and that is when she was hanging up her clothes, did anybody else notice that she was putting on the hangers backwards? Like with the hook <laughs> facing you? No. She's a what? hook facing you person. That's weird. Why would why, What kind of person does I don't that? know. What's she's, the logic? She's a devil that? person. I don't know. <laughs> huh. Like Are you God. particular about how your toilet paper faces? Like what direction yes. it faces? I, I, have a, uh, I have a confession. Go on. Kristen and I, and this is this is the only time we've ever talked about this. We've never actually talked about this outside of the podcast. I'm pretty sure that she and I have had a silent battle for many, many years <laughs> about the direction of the of the toilet paper because off multiple times, like a week, I'll go into the bathroom and it's hung the wrong way, and so I'll flip it over, and then lo and behold, later it's been flipped back, and we've never said a word to each other about it ever. Paula and I have something similar, except. Uh, I'm a put the toilet paper on the holder and she's a just take the toilet paper out of the canister and just rest it on the sink. Oh, I do that too. On the sink? Yeah, she just puts it, she just rests it. Every single time you see toilet paper on the dispenser in our house, it's because I put it So do you just put your fingers through the hole and make a mitten? (laughs) Yeah, that, sometimes I'm like, oh, I gotta change the roll. I don't want to do it right now. So you, you don't you don't no, pull never off the it. roll. You make a mitten by doing this with your hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's fine. Everybody's got their method. But see, the thing with you guys though is there's someone else that lives with you. If I don't do that, <laughs> it just it just never happens. <laughs> and then eventually I'm like, all right, you're you're an adult. He's just do it. So I have, I have a an ongoing battle with myself. <laughs> So, um, I don't know, guys. So, just a reminder, uh, Jovi and Yara originally got engaged when she got preggers. Uh, unfortunately, she lost the baby. They're still engaged, I guess. And, uh, man, I, uh, I, I don't know. After two episodes, I do not have high confidence. However, as we've seen with this show, almost everybody gets married. That gets to the point of being yeah. in the ninety-day time period, they and keep, what they he's, keep he's about to, to leave you. too, right? He's 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 about to leave in a week. Oh, right. oh yeah, because he works on a that. boat. Yeah, what is she gonna do? <laughs> Go to Bourbon Street. She's gonna redecorate. <laughs> Has there been a couple that didn't get married? They all have, right? I feel like they all have, even like Danielle and Muhammad. Well, there were the catfishes, 
or close right. to it. But they never like met. Dave and Lana. they weren't. That was in OG though. Has anyone oh, on OG, OG oh. ninety day fiance? They've all gotten married. Even those that were screaming to the TV, don't do it! Don't do it! They yeah, I can't think of any. Do you guys want to talk about Rebecca and Zied this week? Nothing really happened. Are you kidding? I want to talk about how okay. she <laughs> has a t-shirt <laughs> with his face, three Girl. different mm-hmm. photos of Zied, mm-hmm. her credit card. Oh mm-hmm. my God, the credit Zied. card. And then... Uh-huh. <laughs> And the bed comforter. The bed spread. The Why? bed spread. What is uh, going on? Why is everything with their faces on it? Paula, how many photos of me do you have? I don't know. One. And then the photo of him on her <laughs> nightstand. Yep. Oh, yeah. Is the photo, like, doesn't that confuse the people when you, like, bust out your credit card? Because I have a picture of myself on my credit card, and that's, like, my personal identification. <laughs> really? Show us your credit card right now. <laughs> I, what? No, I've seen those. Yeah, no, but it's, it's it's just like a little corner. It's oh, a like a, oh, photo. like those. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I thought you not, got like the custom the credit card where just the whole thing is your own I face. I know, me too. I was like, what photo is it? I need to see. We have a custom credit card with Penny on it, but it's not a we human. I, well, I can see where the confusion would come from the human, but yeah. So speaking of credit cards and, and, and personal security, there was this guy I knew in college who was a truly loathsome person. And he wrote in the, in the signature bar on the back of his credit card, where you're supposed to like sign it to have a signature to compare it. He wrote, just swipe it, bitch. <sighs> wow. <laughs> wow. What a dick. Yeah, and he uh, he thought it was funny, and uh, I didn't realize he he had that written on the back of his credit card, and he went out and used it, and somebody gave him a really dirty look, and I, I was like, what did you do, man? It was like a the kind of dirty look where you get worried. <laughs> oh, no. They tell you I had all these photos of Paula up in the house, and she made me take them all down. What's, where, are you, where are you going with that? Because I also love photos of the person that I'm with. You know, and I love sharing them, but like, you know, when I, I, I envy that. No, Zied okay, okay. And Rebecca, I envy that for them. They were boudoir photos. So they're like photos with my tits out. And like everyone that comes to the house, Brandon's like, look at the photos of my wife. And I'm like, yeah, I'm Stop. proud of them. <laughs> no, I don't want random people looking at me naked. I'm it's proud of my weird. wife. She's got nice boobies. Look at it. Look at her butt there. Brandon, what if there were boudoir pictures of you? Would you I, want people see no. my body's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Nothing is the They're things that should like, be big aren't big. The things it just it is terrible. No one like, would Paula, see that. Is is this the is this the person you're sponsoring? <laughs> Paula is a beautiful woman. I know, but I just don't want random people to see my boobs. So why did we get those photos done? <laughs> They're for you. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make a bed spread with one of them. Oh god. Where do you get those made? <laughs> Shutterfly. Vista print. <laughs> Probably. Oh man. But I'm pretty oh. sure. I'm pretty sure on the last episode she had a mug with his face on it. So like everything. <gasps> everything. everything that's Everything she's got. That's amazing. But you, you have to admit, it was kind of adorable and weird and adorable that she went and bought him, like, I guess it was an Xbox. I didn't quite catch that, but yeah. went and bought him a video game console. 
so he could have something to do because he's just a little boy who's bored. It's adorable. <laughs> and it's going to be at home all alone all day. My thing is, why is the GameStop girl sharing her thoughts on Rebecca's son not being okay with the fiance? It's like, just, because, just, well, because just Rebecca ring told me her, up. Like, her life story. Rebecca should have been telling her, yeah, my, my fiance is three years older than my son. Yeah. That's a little too much information. I would have just been like, my fiance likes fighting games. What do you got? <laughs> That's pretty much all you have to say. <laughs> you know what? He doesn't. Zia oh. doesn't want a soccer video game. Nobody does. No, nobody likes those. <laughs> those are terrible. God, those are terrible. What? The FIFA soccer games? video My games. My brothers are obsessed with them. That's all her brothers play, and I what? have to play with them, and they kick my ass every of course single they time. Do. Because they're better at just randomly hitting buttons than you are. That's all that game is. Oh, come on. Jeez. <laughs> You're going to rile them up now. Good. So we meet one of Rebecca's like co-bounty hunters, I guess. That was her boss. Like, that was the one who owned the business, right? How do you become a PI? Like, could we become, could we be PIs? No, the PI. That is my dream. I want to be a PI. I thought PIs are just basically former police officers that have buddies on the force that will. Oh, you You think she's a a former police officer? I don't know. That's why she's not a PI anymore. it's 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 a licensed profession. You don't have to be like, it's easier for former cops because they have connections and, you know, to like kind of fall into that that work and you know they probably have interacted with a lot of PIs in the past but it's just a licensed profession like you know being an electrician or whatever there might be some like additional like databases and stuff that you have to be a PI to get access to but it's not a lot it's pretty basic stuff like like CODIS CODIS yeah that's where they run they run prints and stuff I don't know maybe they do I'm a PI now I know that's right (laughs) that's all you need to know that's that's the single question on the exam do you know CODIS? Yes. Okay. <laughs> name a <laughs> name a database. You're in. <laughs> and you have to talk like that to be a PI too. Yeah. <laughs> you got to narrate what you're doing as well. The the only PI thing they showed her doing was putting that tracker under a car uh-huh. and, oh, yeah. and not getting caught. Yeah. I think that like being a licensed PI lets you kind of wriggle out of trouble a little bit. Like if you're caught like doing something like that, like, oh, sorry, officer, I... I I wasn't placing a tracker on a like that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I think you could just be like, "Look, I'm a PI. A client paid me," and they'd be like, "All right, well, you need to like That's go true. away." You know, <laughs> like you can you probably need to be more do. Discreet. Yeah, you can probably do like light spy shit and not get in trouble. And if you're a licensed PI, I bet that's the deal. I don't know. I'm making this up, but it sounds good. Sounds right? fun. I mean, it it does. It didn't seem to work for her because she, now she's at Arby's. <laughs> No, it's like a fried chicken place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a oh, hot, it's chicken. Arby's? hot chicken. Oh. No, it's not Arby's. No. It looks good, whatever it is. It's hot chicken. You can't do it wrong. Hey, let's talk about Mike and Natalie. Uncle Bo. <laughs> Uncle Bo. <laughs> or Uncle no, Bo. Uncle Cousin Bo. That's what we call him. Uncle Cousin Bo. Uh-huh. Uncle Bo. Getting kicked That's out. Really At least sad. he understands. I wish we could have seen the conversation because you know he was like, got it. See you later. I'm out. Like that kind of guy is like, oh, yep, good luck, buddy. <laughs> I'm out of yeah. here. Do you think you give him some like some to go meth? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's sad, but also maybe <laughs> that guy's really he's it's hard for him, and it's very cool that like he and his 
nephew mike cousin cousin nephew mike cousin nephew yeah i'm just like pick just pick one you, can, no, you don't no, have no. to be both he's gonna just be both that's one. how we refer to him <laughs> this is my uncle Bo, but he's actually my cousin i just feel like you gotta rip the band-aid off don't tell uncle cousin Bo that he's gonna be coming <laughs> back in a few weeks when you know that is not the case that's right she is not there's no way natalie's gonna get here and gonna be mm-hmm. so comfortable she's like yeah why don't you invite Uncle Cousin Bo back. Yeah. Come on, man. Don't tell him that. He's going to he's gonna think it's really going to happen. Where is he going? Is he staying with another family member? Yeah, it looks like he bounces around. I think he knows. He gets it. He's like, I've seen, I've been with a lot of women in my life. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, what did he, he say? He understood how complicated women are. Oh, yeah. He's like, they're unpredictable. Like, I think Uncle Bowen has less to do with like women being unpredictable and like you <laughs> being weird and toothless. <laughs> Like, exactly. sorry if that's shallow. You ever notice? I think how, it's more about you, Bo. You ever notice how women have a problem when you do meth constantly? <laughs> What's up with that? They're so unpredictable in how much so they hate doing meth, and they're always shopping. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got oh, about Uncle Bo. Bo, Uncle Uncle Cousin Bo. And uh, but the good thing is, uh, I think we were all really concerned that Natalie uh, didn't fucking like Mike anymore but she actually seemed really happy to see yeah him. she really yeah, loved yeah. those flowers Except they were what, <laughs> yeah. what color that's true what color is this flowers what is this color <laughs> what do you call it why, why, why do you pick purple i hate this color why, you pick purple? Why, why are these you sound like you're underwater blowing bubbles Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's talking about it and their camera head he's wearing the purple shirt and he like it's totally yes. over his head and she's like i hate this color this color is so bad i hate it so much how could somebody like be insulted by the okay by maybe here's flowers? what i was thinking i think that maybe it's almost like kryptonite into her species and they're not able to lay their eggs and of all the purple in order to lay the eggs so as long as he keeps wearing that shirt he's safe and if he can keep having those purple flowers around like that's what that's what cousin uncle bo was trying to tell him is it just me or are the eastern europeans just so entertaining like why is that i like that they just say whatever they're thinking they don't care they're yeah yeah, that's kind of awesome. Care. It's great. I mean, yeah, I he that. could wind up getting her thousands of purple flowers for the rest of her life if they stay together. So you might as well make it clear you don't like those goddamn purple flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Last call on Mike and Natalie. Oh, there's more to say about Mike and Natalie. That Keep hospitality going. suite that, oh, that man. he got, that, that expensive nice. ass hospitality suite. And, and he was like right off of um, Pike's Market. Yeah, there's like the Ferris wheel and everything. He was, yeah, like on the waterfront. So Yeah, that looked nice. I think he was downplaying it when he said like four or $500 a night. I think it was more than that. And there was champagne waiting. That was nice. And like a and cheese basket. food arrived immediately. It's pretty nice. <sighs> yeah, that dude, he paid. Well played, sir. Yeah. That was good. I did like the enormous dining table that kind of foreshadowed like one of those scenes of a distant couple from like Citizen Kane or something <laughs> where they're each sitting at one end and it's like, yeah. pass the salt. That's them already. You know what it, What it, he could have had though that really put it over the top inside the suite? Uh, a nice huge cake that opens up 
and Uncle Bo cousin <gasps> is inside <laughs> with a sash to do a Welcome to America song. Right? That would have been fun. That would have been that fun. That would have been good. But instead mm-hmm. of him popping out, she's already gotten to him and the cake top opens and his flesh just explodes with the millions <laughs> of spider babies she's laid inside of him. <laughs> Inside Cousin yeah, Bo? Yeah, she's already gotten Uncle to him. Bo? Yeah. That's how Cousin Bo died. He was eaten alive by her spider eggs. Yeah. And he's like, always wear purple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is it. My boy Tariq is back. Tarzel. Tarzel. did not see this coming i'm super happy he's in another season uh Tariq, super fun and now he's bringing hazel, hazel to the u.s i gotta say though i kind of understand what Tariq is feeling because hazel's coming a little strong with the you have to find me a girlfriend because i'm bisexual now it's like girl like Tariq is your fiance he's not your wingman (laughs) like you got to be interested in him for a little bit anyone else kind of feel like she's coming on a little strong in the department yeah like maybe be with him for a month and then you could get a girlfriend i think that she would rather have a girlfriend permanently and only personally (laughs) (laughs) it honestly sounds like that you think maybe she does see him as as her wingman and her bro oh yeah they showed that clip from the previous season where she's like uh let's just put this pillow between us and make a wall so that you can't touch me (laughs) and it's like well (laughs) that's that's a lot i mean it's okay to like not (laughs) you know (laughs) maybe be ready or like trust somebody enough that you are spending the first night with them after talking for a while but I, there's lots of other things that are starting to add up and maybe it, <laughs> she's just not that into dudes. Wow. Yeah. I don't think she I don't ever remember her ever being into him. No. Like ever. Cuz her face is usually like, you know, about it looks like she's going to be sick sometimes, like at any sign of affection. But she does get jealous, though, of other women. She got jealous of Tariq talking about his ex from Thailand. I mean, you can still get jealous and not be into the person you're with. Really? I've been there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh boy. You know what I mean? That's dark. Because it's like you could still be possessive over something but not actually want them. You just like... Oh my god, that just sounds so toxic. Like, I don't want you to be with anyone <laughs> yeah, else, but I explain. also don't. I also don't want to be with. Explain what, what, when in your past did this happen? I don't know. Like, you don't want to see them with other people, but like, <laughs> stay away from me. But like, don't go too far. What do you like? Like a like a dick in a glass box that's just like break in case of emergency. I mean, I don't know. I get it because it's like because they're still in a relationship. She may not be super into him all the time, but it doesn't mean that he can go and talk to other girls. Totally, because he's. Fun. He's a fun dude. And he's super flirtatious. Like, yeah. I can see him yeah. trying to make moves. I think she's just not into guys. I don't think, I think so. it's just that simple. And that, that this is a long process for her and understandable. But yeah. it's like Tariq's just kind of like the casualty in this. And this is a chance for her to be herself, but it's going to take going through him first. And that's, that's rough. And she has to leave her son behind. 
Oh, I keep for I keep Oof. forgetting she has a son. What do you think happens with these guys this season? Do you think because she has a K one visa, right? You think they go ahead and get married after ninety days? I think everybody gets married after the, like it's <laughs> inevitable. It's it's that they do it because it's like it's only it's only three months. It's three months, and you can fool yourself into a lot of things in three months, and you're like, oh, it'll work itself out somehow. It's fine. We'll make it work. You know, we got to work through some things or whatever. You know. You can pull a, a a Darcy and like, you know, you got to fight for your love. You can do all that stuff and they're going to get married and it's going to be hard. That's it. This one's this one's rough. Do you think that he's going to have to try really hard to be okay with having another girlfriend? He obviously doesn't want this. I think, I don't know. I think he does. I think he's like caught up in the, the, uh fantasies of like the threesomes he's like this is so badass yeah. like being a two trouble. women Everyone. like this is so cool so he's they're both getting what they want right yes but then you're i actually you don't just, think just, he wants you don't that. think so like, but he i think no he does he just wants her to be excited about it but not too excited I think the part of him he wants a threesome but I'm afraid when he's in the threesome, he's going to be like, man. He's the third wheel in this hey. threesome. He's going to be like, yeah. woo, 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 on the corner while they're doing it. <laughs> no, I, I think same. I, think, I agree. I think the part of him, the same part of him that likes to think that he's a good rapper is the guy that thinks that he's okay with having another yes. girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, oh you just nailed yes. it. You just what nailed it. What was his it. pitch? Hella hot sauce. Hella hot sauce. <laughs> and that sword. Oh my God! The sword. The sword. Chop off his hand with that thing. Yes. Chopping Dude. herbs can and you, peppers. Come on. Can you imagine, like the producer though, like, all right, well, like, tell us, tell us about how you got into Asian chicks, and he's like, well, let me show you my sword. But first, let me put on my <laughs> Thailand shirt. And the producer's like, no, sir, that's yeah. not, it's not the kind of show we're talking about. <laughs> but he, he, he's like a little kid. Like when they get a new toy. And they're just like, look what I can do. <laughs> and he's like a kid who's like going through the dinosaur phase, except for him, it's Thailand. <laughs> just everything he knows. The you wouldn't believe it. Tariq knows a thousand facts about Thailand. Just ask him. He's one, he's one of those kids. <sighs> Check out my sword. He's Sorry, but sword so collecting is like <laughs> one it's of strange. the stupidest, dorkiest things a human can do. I mean, it's it's dork. I think it's dorky when any American yes. fetishizes yes. Asian culture. I think it's funny when they ask about when they start talking about when they started liking those type of women. They always say like, you know, I really love the food, the culture, the women. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the other two things are gonna make. Them uh huh. Yeah. You have to warm up the audience to the women part. <laughs> but what? Okay, I know that there have been countless phd gender studies dissertations about this but like i haven't read them so i don't know but what is it about like where does the fetishizing asian women come from why like why is that a thing was it the vietnam war i bet it goes I back mean, before that or anytime like any sort of asian entertainment came to the states mm. and they portrayed women being really obedient mm -hmm. and submissive Interesting. And so that's kind of that's that was like the opposite of women here in America, right? I think Keish, you you nailed it. It's it's like a perceived obedience thing. Yeah, maybe that's why, maybe that's why all my relationships have failed because you don't obey. I'm this obedient person, <laughs> and then I'm like, then I'm like, jokes on you, <laughs> jokes on you. Good. I mean, growing up, every Asian character that was not submissive, they did not make physically attractive. 
hmm. that I remember. Like it was, they're never the boobsy one. They're never the overly sexual one. They're like the cool friend that is like the driver. Of <laughs> the driver. Or something. <laughs> I don't know where it, that reference is It makes is sense from. to me. I've asked like guys I've dated like in, like before, like, oh, why do you? Because I've, do you know how many times I've heard of guys that I've dated like, oh, I've never been with an Asian before? And I'm kind of like, I don't know what that means. Like They felt the need to specifically call that out. Before. I don't yeah, know. What do you to call want? that out. Gold star? And I'm, what do I say? Buckle up. <laughs> like, but it's weird. Like, that's offensive. That's super offensive. You don't say that. Like, what's the point? But there is this like... Like, what's the point of saying that? I think there's. I'm supposed to be like flattered that I'm going to be the first. Aren't you flattered that, that a white guy chose you? Oh my gosh. Yeah, but the thing is you specifically seek out white guys. So it's I kind don't of, specifically uh, I went out with a man from Venezuela, okay? I don't specifically <laughs> Dude, talk well, about men well, that want obedient women. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Latin men. That's a whole nother thing though. Like because I I, I think we've I don't know if we've talked about it on this podcast or another one, but I grew up watching Disney Princes. And that was like, that's the guy that everyone liked. So like, I remember seeing Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. Oh, he's and I'm like, white, like, white guy, dark hair, blue eyes. And then by the time I saw Pocahontas and fucking Cocoam, like I was like already completely detached from that. And I'm like, you're not <laughs> Prince Eric. So it's just like what I grew up with was not, they didn't portray Asian men to be attractive. So that's not ever what I was, you know, trained to do, like. But if they sexualized Asian men back then, I'm sure that, that would have probably changed my taste. And do you think that this is because this is a, a, a this has kind of come to light in popular culture in the past couple of years that Asian men are are not I don't I don't even know how to say this exactly. There's a feeling that they are never treated as like attractive or sexual in any way. Right. And then some then BTS happened. And now everyone loves beautiful Korean. And if you're on 90 Day, it's like you gotta get all those Korean guys. That's why Jihoon's like hot commodity right mm-hmm. now. I'm really happy that Asian men are having a moment right now. Like, live it yep. up, guys. You, you earned yep. it. <laughs> and like, particularly Korean men. Yeah. It it seems that way at least. They have a skin routine. They're very like like well groomed. Mm. They they like take care of themselves. And I don't know why that's attractive, but it's it is mostly Korean men. Filipino guys. Sometimes I am seeing more Filipino men on on TikTok. Because that's, you know, that's my gauge of what's hot and what's not. <laughs> but it's so interesting, Keish, that like guys have felt the need to point that out to you. Uh, yeah. And I never know what to say. Well, like, why? Like, even... Do I high five him? <laughs> that should be your response. Right? High five him and then he pays the bill and you leave. And then and then the thing is, I call him out on that, right? I'm like, hey, that's a weird thing to say. Like, why are you saying that? And they always like, no, 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 no. no. It's not what I meant. Like, I just really enjoy your culture. Oh, and, and the food. food. <laughs> 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 I'm like, come on. They're like, yeah, I, you know, I, I have a lot of friends whose parents are Filipino. Dude, I'm not like. What do you think I'm gonna go do? Like, you think I know all the Filipinos <laughs> in the world? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a background check on you in the Filipino database. Like, that's not how it works. That's the second database that you mentioned tonight. <laughs> <laughs> if you are not experienced at it, it, talking about race is hard. Yeah. So if somebody makes a statement like that, just be willing to help educate them. And if they have no fucking interest in being educated, then you got your answer. But like, so Keish, in other words, it's your responsibility to educate white people. I was. That's exactly <laughs> what my point is. It's, it's so it's on me. Yes. For you to figure out <laughs> yes. that no, you're not supposed to compliment. No. Like, no, that's not on no. me. Who that's is it on then? 
he read a book. <laughs> if you have time to research Asian culture, you can research why it's not okay to ask somebody that totally. question. What book? What book are you going to tell someone to read? How to not offend Asian people. Well, who wrote it? Com. Where can I find this book? <laughs> it's <laughs> Look, I get it. Nobody wants to be in the MTV show Real World where they're like, we got to cast an ignorant white guy and an outspoken black lady who will clash until she teaches him you know the error of his ways i get it when Nobody they stop wants being to be polite in that, and start getting real stop being polite <laughs> and start getting real no one wants to be in that position but if you are in the position where you can help somebody and educate them yes that's not the way it should be. imagine trying to educate somebody about that when they're like trying to sleep with you oh yeah, boy that's yeah. that's like it's like pause <laughs> Sir, and then I put on my glasses and my stick, and they're like, "Whoa, is that kind of nice?" Like, I've also got a thing for teachers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like abort mission, abort. I've been there. As I've been kind of going out on these dates, and like, I guess, I, like, I'm pretty racially ambiguous. They are. They get so uncomfortable asking, "What are like, you? What I am? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what is? I don't even know actually. Like, and this is my ignorance, but like, what is the proper way to ask that? Because like, they're they'll try to say like, "Oh, we're." What's Where your are your parents from? What's your heritage? Yeah. yeah. I asked that, and I'm somebody who's mixed race because I think that's an interesting question. And it's like, you know, when you're looking to learn about somebody, I, I think that's legit. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, how dare you ask me? No, it's not about how dare you, but they like ask like, where did you come from? Your heritage. I think a better way to say it that's is like that's a your, terrible way. Yeah, about. your cultural like, heritage. Like, where where are your parents from? Because obviously, the, yeah, they're, they're not, they're not from like from US. America. Well, okay. I like where are you from. That's just pretty straightforward. And since I'm from Mexico, no, it's easy. where are you? You can't say where are you from. That's well, for that's me, no, that's super bad. But for me, it's easy because I'm from Mexico. I know, so like, but Mexico people do not like it when you say where are you from. I say I'm from Harlingen, Texas. Exactly. And then they're like, and then they get frustrated. <laughs> that's does not compute. So okay, as as a white person, I can I can say that the way white people ask each other about like I would like to know about like your European background right like what's your mix the reason the what is said like the words that come out of at least my mouth is either what's your ancestry or what's your heritage because mm. that's that's just like I'm like half head. Swedish half Dutch a little bit of Polish and German and like great cool he doesn't know but like no, he, doesn't. he just told you I no, just did no, no, I actually no, no. do when know he says, <laughs> he says like five different things you don't All right. know mom's side of the family 100% 100% Swedish dad's side of the family is Prussian Prussia doesn't exist anymore. Ooh. Prussia is a mixture of the Netherlands, Germany, and Poland. They used to all be part of the Prussian Empire. But I do know from my last name that it's mostly Dutch. So therefore, I say Dutch, but also a little bit German and Polish because it's Prussian. But anyway, back to like the question, just heritage or ancestry. Like I think that's because that's actually yeah. what people are trying to ask. Right. Because it's interesting. Like, it's interesting to know, like, it is people's family history and all that. OK, so I mean, that that's fair. What about I'm telling you, this is this is stuff I just heard, like the last week. What if a guy says or a person says you're the first. Non blank that I've ever dated, I would say I would say, why is that important to you? I would ask that question because they said, like, you're the first non white girl that I've been on a date with. Ooh, Ugh. abort. And I was like, they said non-white, non-white. What? What did you say? <laughs> I did the whole like, uh huh, because <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. But like, yeah, that's like, awkward. I just don't, I, uh, I don't understand that whole mindset because like, it's hard to deconstruct all of this. But like, 
white generally means like European, a certain kind of European, right? Or or maybe like right, um right. uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, Russian, Ukrainian, like Slavic? Slavic is the word I'm looking for. There's a lot of there are a lot of different cultures and a lot of different values and a lot of different things even within that mix. So to like just say non-white is sort of like what what is meant by that? Right? Yeah, I just don't know why they feel the need to point that out. Like Okay. Like again, I think deep down in their head, I don't know if it's like I'm supposed to feel special, but then if it got followed up with, yeah, and then the response was, "My man, ew," and I was like, what? "He, like my man himself." Yeah, and wait, I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, no, he said, "You're the first non-white woman I've dated, my man." What? That's what he said. <laughs> Just wow. like that? Was this a Venezuelan guy? No, this was the 29-year-old. Oh, <laughs> he my-manned my himself. <laughs> oh, That's embarrassing. I just, guys, I don't know. I don't know. But there's like a lot of low-key racism that happens in the dating world. And I, I don't know if it's like shrouded in it's supposed to be a, like a compliment. And I don't know. Like I would like to do a better job of calling that out without being completely like destroying the person and being mean to them. But... After hearing stuff like that, like three or four dates in a row, you're kind of just like, dude. All right, last call for Tariq and Hazel. It's been a wandering journey, but we got there. (laughs) Yeah. My man. All right, all right, all right. This has been 90 Day Soiree. And yes, you can get a cameo from Tariq Myers. It's 50 bucks on cameo.com. That's my parting wisdom for today. That's what I learned. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. My man. Pretty steep. Brandon. (laughs) What was your favorite part of this week's episode? Uh, Learning that I can just follow up anything I say with (laughs) my man. (laughs) So expect that. Expect that uh, often. Um, My favorite part was Rebecca's. Everything she owns with Siad's face on it. We're gonna start next time y'all come to our house it's gonna be Brandon's it face was, and everything no I already had you up everywhere you took it all down but in mugs and shirts you need some boudoir mugs <laughs> you need the kind that like you're wearing clothes and you put in hot liquid oh and then it just slips off <laughs> that would be amazing oh boy alright Keish what did you learn uh, I liked sharing the my man story with you guys. My man. <laughs> Kristen, how about you? What was your favorite part of the show today? Uh, I'm just glad I learned that purple flower a day keeps the spiders away. <laughs> or, or well, that's death. it. That's 90 Day Soiree. We'll see you next week with another episode of 90 Day. Bye. Bye.